Welcome back to the City Rev Live podcast. My name is Mandy. With me, I'm Pastor Justin. Hey there, Mandy. What's up? Each week, we feature conversations on what it means to live like Christ in a modern culture, how to navigate relationships, and equip you to make a difference in your cities. Now, if you're wondering, if you're watching, you're wondering why Justin has plaid on, it's yes. because we are officially in December. It's December. It's the Christmas season. I've got this shirt. I only can wear it really for one month out of the year. And boy, do I make the most of it. We're just going to let you rock that every day and not judge you. That's right. That's right. That's what we do as a family. So officially the holidays are upon us. So what we're going to be talking about today in specific, along with our tagline here at City Rev, is we're going to give you three different ways on how to be a city changer in the holiday season. And to do this. Yes. We're going to talk about something very serious and very profound. Yeah, it's it's actually um, so critical to the Christmas season for so many of us that so true. that it's probably you know what you're thinking about right now. Should we say it together? Yes. Ready? Ready? Three, one. two, one. Holiday Hallmark Christmas Christ- movies. Oh. <laughs> you blew it, Mandy. I blew Hallmark it. I had one job. Hallmark Christmas movies. I said holiday. Why did I do that? It's Hallmark Christmas movies. Yes. Guys. We're gonna be talking about three ways to be a city changer, but to give you a running metaphor, that's just going to make these principles for how to change the city really stick in your memory. So true. We've come up with these um, nifty little metaphors. Yeah. So we're going to talk about different characteristics of Hallmark movies and then, you know, obviously tie it into the gospel because what right. else do you do? That's right. So why don't you kick us off with the first one? What is one way if somebody's looking to change their city, what right. is one practical way through the lens of a Hallmark movie that we can do this? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, if you've never seen a Hallmark Christmas movie, um, let me go ahead and, and spoil it for you because every single movie is the same story. So there's a couple that initially starts the movie. They never end up together. Something happens. The, the, the main character sees someone from their past or a new surprise person that they just fall for. And it's this unlikely relationship in the end. Like the town carpenter. The town carpenter or yeah. an old high school friend who's back in town, whatever. And they, end, they actually end up together. The, one, the relationship that started the movie, they never end up together, okay? And it's this beautiful thing. It's the same story every time. It's predictable, I think, mm-hmm. is what, what people like about it. Is yeah. it not? Yeah. Okay, so that's the uh, Hallmark Christmas movie formula, and here's here's the deal. When it comes to Christmas, what's so uh, important for us, as we're going through all of our traditions, all of our festivities, it's just so fundamental for us to keep our minds on the same story, on the simple truth of the birth of Jesus. Um, you know, there's this temptation, I think, sometimes uh, when we go back to especially familiar passages in the Bible like the Christmas story. I mean, for some of us, if you've been following Jesus for a long time, you've read some of these stories and heard sermons on these stories or read books about these stories time and time again. Uh, But at the same time, they never get old. Uh, And so kind of the first way to start wrapping our minds around what it looks like to be a city changer this Christmas season is to center your Christmas season around the story of the birth of Jesus. Um, find ways, creative ways to keep that the main thing before you 
Don't feel this need to divert from it. Keep your attention on the baby born in Bethlehem. And here are a couple ways you could do that. Um, So the first one I want to just throw out at you is to start a reading plan uh, for the Christmas season through scripture. There are so many great resources for that. Um, Mandy, have you ever checked out a great... We have Word Habit here at City Rev. We do have Word Habit. And we're going through the book of Matthew now. Fantastic. So So Word Habit is something we implement. You can uh, leverage that on the City Rev app. You can sign up for that to receive notifications. We read through books of the Bible. So having a reading plan is so helpful. And if you read um, your Bible digitally on version, there are even some plans that you can go through that will take you through the Christmas story. Uh, sometimes they're called Advent plans. I've also read a couple of books that are really helpful, um, just ways to prepare our hearts throughout the Christmas season. So find a way in your scripture time to be focused in on that. Um, and then I think you know, our heart as a church is we want to reveal Jesus to our city. And if we're going to reveal Jesus to our city in hopes that it would be revolutionized, it starts by us having that, that sense of, of who Jesus is and how that has impacted every sphere of our own life. And Christmas is one of those seasons that helps us in an even greater way, have this sense of the greatness of who Jesus is. Uh, and then finally within this category, I think, um, if we, allow the traditions like Mandy if you can think of some of the things you do with your family over Christmas or movies that you watch um, you know all those types of festivities we do we can use those as cues to remind us of of Christmas so what are some of the things that you guys do or will do this Christmas season in your family oh we make homemade hot cocoa and this year specifically we're making those hot cocoa cocoa bombs Ooh, I don't know if you've ever seen bombs. those. No, I don't. I'll show I don't you know. after this episode. Okay. But if you're listening, just look that up. Okay. That's going to be a tradition that we start. So we're starting that. So there you go. So hot cocoa bombs. Um, you know, in our, in our household, we're, we're fans of Christmas lights. So we'll take our kids on walks and we'll go look at Christmas lights. And in every, in every little tradition, there's an opportunity for us to just be cued to, you know, the, the message of Jesus and what, is, what he's all about. He's the light of the world. He brings light. He brings beauty. He brings truth into our world. So finding ways to take whatever traditions you have in place, you know, maybe it's the, the sweetness of hot cocoa that just, you know, makes your mind remember the sweetness of, of the Savior. So finding ways, keeping the main tie-in. thing, yeah. the main thing, make sure we're focusing on Jesus this Christmas season. That's good. So just like Hallmark movies have pretty much the same plot, they focus on the same story. <laughs> yes. We're tying that in, um, you know, in, in that you keep the, the, the story the same throughout Christmas. You know what the main story is, um, and that's to focus on Jesus. Yeah, so and make a big deal out of it. Make yeah. a big deal out of it with our families. Uh, make sure that our kids have this expectation of it. Make sure that um, at every turn we we make a big deal about the fact that the Savior has come. Yeah, that's good. Another very key characteristic of Hallmark movies that I've Do noticed tell. Yes. is the commendability of these characters. And what do you how, mean by that? How that there's always in, in every plot, Okay. There's always like this redeemable situation in like uh-huh. a small town yes. and like the main character coming in to care for the elderly or like putting on this like festival that's going to help save the town financially. Yes. There's always like some. It hasn't some, been done in years, but we're going to bring it back this, this year. one girl that's yeah. like CEO in New York is going to come and just really redeem this small town. Yes. So. 
um, there's always that quality of like redeeming, you know, yeah. or, or, or helping yes. uh, the town or helping somebody in general. So how could we take that cue from Hallmark movie <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and kind of tr- translate that into, you know, yes. how so we can make a difference? I, I feel like that's, that's wise because in, in these movies, there's always someone who's demonstrating the true character of Christmas. Like they're just, they're just nailing it. And so when we think of the Christmas story, (laughs) the true character of Christmas, um, at its core, the Christmas story is a story of generosity, of God's radical generosity towards us, that he is a loving father who gave up and expended uh, what is most precious to him, his own son, sent him into the world as this incredible gift to humanity. And that spirit of generosity is one that as Jesus followers, we want to reflect in all of our lives and at all times, but no doubt um, we want to really focus in on this in the Christmas season. It's interesting how quickly we can turn something like Christmas um, into something about ourselves and it can become really consumeristic. It can become, um, something that's a a source of stress and we can get self-centered about it when at its core, the Christmas message is one of radical generosity. So, um, we were thinking about a a scripture verse in acts. Why don't you read that, uh, Mandy of what Jesus said about this idea of giving? Yeah. So in acts 23, 35, Jesus says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Yes. And so what's interesting is this is a quote um, that the apostles make um, that Jesus said, although we don't have it in the gospels that he actually said this. So this is just from their, their relationship with Jesus. These are individuals who either themselves walked with Jesus or knew individuals who yeah, walked with Jesus. And it's like, hey, one of the things Jesus told us, it's way more blessed to give than to receive. There is this incredible beauty in generosity. And we're not just talking about financially, although that's included in right. this. We're talking holistic. You know, what, you know, there are other ways that we can be generous. And sometimes what is most costly to us and ha- requires the most sacrifice is our time, is our patience, is our effort. Um, maybe, there's, maybe there's a craft that you, you're good at or you work in a field um, or you, you run a company or there's some way in which you can be generous with the resources and time and giftings that God has given you. Yeah. And Chris, Christmas is just one of those seasons that can be so beautiful for that. Yeah. And like you said, it's it definitely part of generosity and giving back to your community can look financial yeah. if you have the means to do that. Um, but another just super simple, practical thing is just to keep in your mind, in the forefront of your mind, maybe people this season that are going mm-hmm. through a hard time, maybe they lost a loved one, maybe they're away from their family, maybe they can't see their family because of, you know, quarantine restrictions and yeah. keeping everyone safe. And so even something super simple, like sending a text, calling them, if you can, getting together somewhere outdoors that's safe and maybe being able to talk with them or spend yeah. time can go a long way. Yeah. Like that could feel very generous to a person. Yeah, that's right. Um, to have that sense to check in on those in an especially hard year, Yeah. to have that sense to let me, let me check in and see how they're doing, reach out to them, um, be generous towards them with my time, with my resources. That's good. Um, I, I think of uh, just the, I think it's a popular thing. Uh, that we have this reflex almost to think about the needy at Christmas time. And I think that is so, 
it is core to the Christmas story. Jesus came and he was born not to a wealthy family. He was born to a very impoverished family. Mary and Joseph, um, they were not people of means. And Jesus came and with a message of hope for the needy and the poor, and he lifted them up. And um, as, as his followers, Christmas is, again, one of those seasons to look for those who are vulnerable, those who might otherwise be overlooked, and figure out how can I you know, using the blessings which God has given me, the gifts, the resources, how can I serve the needy, the overlooked, and the forgotten? And as a church, we support some really great organizations that are doing this kind of work. We participate in Love South Florida, yeah. um, serving families over Thanksgiving, and we're connected with Four Kids of South Florida that's doing great work for foster kids um, here in our city and partnering with them for a Christmas drive. There's just lots of opportunities over the Christmas season for us to look for ways to be generous. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and so I would just say to you, um, coming back to that point, we want to reflect the, the character of Christmas, which is that of radical generosity. So find ways, be generous towards, uh, be generous towards your church, be generous towards um, people in your life that are in, in places of need, whether it's emotionally, relationally, find ways to be generous uh, this Christmas season. Yeah. And if that looks like going to a small town and asking if they have, you know, a small school and financial trouble and the need to put on a music festival in order to do that, then if that's where and the you may Lord just fall in love you, in the process. That's so, Oh my gosh, guys, <laughs> it's a win-win. Like yes. who's going to pass that up? You that's know, right. which is a perfect so, segue, Mandy, into our next point. Oh, wow. I, okay. One of the things Nailed that I it. love about Christmas uh, movies, like Hallmark movies mm-hmm. is their endings. Okay. The endings. And it, so in particular, let me tell you why in particular, I love how the ending, like there's always that one problem, you know, like in the relationship or mm-hmm. like whatever's going on in the plot, there's that one problem, everything falls apart. And then towards the end, things start getting mended. Conversations start happening. Like I didn't mean it this way, or let me explain misunderstood. At the end of the movie, yes. you will always find that there's like some type of big celebration uh-huh. in this town. Yes. And and everybody is like invited to be part of this celebration. Yes. Everybody loves these two characters that have fallen in love and people have seen it all along except them. And they come mm-hmm. around this big Christmas tree and they're holding hands and they're singing and they're it's having beautiful. And then they finally kiss. Bombs, and they finally kiss. It finally happens. Out. If you don't shed a tear for that, I know human. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So that brings us to this next point. Yes. Um, How to be a city changer this holiday season (laughs) is to invite others to experience the message of Christmas with you. It's to include others in that celebration. And we, we laugh and we share these, you know, funny, funny examples from Hallmark Christmas movies in jest mostly, but there is something to be said. There is this opportunity in the Christmas season that is unique to our year, that it is one of the only holy days in the Christian calendar, if you will, Christmas, where we focus on the birth of Jesus. It's one of the only holy days that our culture also focuses on. Now, they they might have different priorities or different ways of celebrating um, the holiday season, but for the most part, it's a lot of the same. And so we have this really unique opportunity to include others who may not have fully grasped what the significance of Christmas is all about this Christmas season. And at our church, we're trying to find ways to make 
it as simple as possible for you to include others in the celebration. And so, Mandy, you're, you're largely working on this and have been a part of um, developing this. So what is the best way if someone's interested in inviting someone either to come in person or yeah. inviting someone online? What is the best way for people to do that? Yeah, so we're going to have, I mean, we have both. If you're a part of City Rev or you want to be a part of City Rev's Christmas Eve services or invite others, um, it's super, super easy this year because this is going to be a digital invite because we are officially in the digital age now. Yeah. Well, we have been for a while, but I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're fast forwarding here on everything digital. It's super easy. Um, if you head on over to cityrev.org slash Christmas, okay. you're going to see a page that kind of casts vision for our Christmas services this year and our Christmas um, message this year. And you're able to just send that over. Were you just sending it I over? just, no, I, I just typed in cityrev.org slash Christmas. You. I'm Justin's looking at it right on now. It, guys. I am following your instructions. I wow, see our okay. in-person gathering times there and our online gathering times. It's all there. It's and all, all you have to do is copy paste that and you okay. can text somebody or email somebody. It even says you're invited. So if I receive this link, and I clicked on it, I would feel so welcomed. You feel super special. Yes. So that's there for you guys. Um, whether, and the good thing is, is that if you feel comfortable coming in person, that's an option for you. If you want to join us online, that's another option for you. Yeah, that's so right. So it's super easy this Christmas to be able to come join us or to invite somebody that you know could benefit from the message and the hope of Jesus mm -hmm. um, to also come alongside you. And you can even do like a watch party. You can even do like you're watching it in different locations and you're texting each other or you have each yeah. other on, you know, um, Zoom or FaceTime. Mm -hmm. And so we, we just want to encourage you to utilize those digital tools to invite people and, you know, make this, make this season a season where you're reaching out to other people to invite them into God's bigger story. That's right. And, you know, we, we set up this episode saying three ways to be a city changer and this holiday season. And what we shared, maybe you're thinking, that's all so basic. That's how is that making me a city changer? That kind of sounds underwhelming. And here, here's what I would say. Um, it would be underwhelming if it was only you that was doing that. Um, but here's the, the reality is that you're a part of God's bigger family. And sure, if one person in our city um, was to do these types of things where they focused in on the story of Jesus this Christmas and found ways to be creatively generous this Christmas season and invited, sure, one person, it, it'd be hard to call that changing the city. Yeah. But when this type of heartbeat, um, when, when a church catches a vision for that, and when um, hundreds of families and God stirs up this movement of many individuals that go to different parts of our city, work in different offices and have different spheres of influence. When people start rising up as change agents in the small ways in those places, that's how city transformation takes place yeah. is when God's people take, take him at his word and choose to be on mission. And so just to recap those three simple ways, keep Keep the main thing this Christmas season, the main thing. Keep your attention on the story of Jesus, his birth in Bethlehem, his rescue mission. It's still good. It is still worth meditating on and spending your, your season thinking about. Second, find ways to be generous this Christmas season. Like Make yourself like a goal. By the end of today, I'm going to come up with a plan for how we're going to be generous this Christmas. Um, write it down. Talk to your, uh, talk to someone, a friend about ways you can be generous. Talk to your spouse about that, but come up with your plan. How are we going to show 
uh, our generosity in response to the message of Christmas this, this season. And then third, come up with your plan for how are you going to invite others in? How are you going to include them in that story? That's really good. So if we can take away something from this episode, two main things is you can be a city changer by small acts of giving and keeping Jesus at the center of your celebration. That's right. And two, don't give up hope if you're a lowly American basket weaver. Yeah. You, You might have a prince of... You Slavia fall in love with you. <laughs> That's and right. So don't give up hope, guys. Yeah. We hope that you have a fantastic holiday season and that you watch as many movies as your heart desires. That's so, right. That's until right. next time, City Rev. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org slash podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.